Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into Strategic Planning. Thanks for joining the podcast as Mike and myself talk about investing finance and retirement with your financial coach, Mike Flanders. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, I am just stripping and with sweat and wiping it off my brow. <laughs> I've been out. My wife caught me when I was uh, uh, burning some I was like, don't trash. stutter now. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Your wife yeah, caught really you out. what? Burning some trash. She caught me out there and she <laughs> says, hey, can you come over here and start this tiller for me? And of course, I can't let her till the garden because she'll kill herself. So I ended up killing the weeds in the garden there and I've come back in to do this and I'm sweating like a pig. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. It's like, yeah, that's the, that's the worst place to, to, to draw off the conversation. Well, my wife caught me and then it was silence. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, she catches me in a lot of things. Uh, as, as I like to say, you know, the, the assumed uh, starting point for any conversation is we know I'm an idiot, <laughs> but <therefore. laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah, that's I think uh, I think a lot of times uh, married folks definitely go back and forth in those conversations. Well, well, hopefully yeah. you can sit here and cool off and talk to me for 10 or 15 minutes and uh, and, uh, and and chill down just a little bit before you get back to some of that manual labor. Um, <laughs> you know, actually, I got a really kind of a funny conver- uh, topic to t- talk about this week here on the podcast, Mike. It's oh, yeah. I-, I made the mistake of. I don't know, maybe it's a dangerous game of pursuing the comment section in anything on the internet, right? So you go to social media sites or whatever, you know, obviously it's you know, COVID-19, the impact on things. Oh yeah. And are you familiar with the term keyboard warriors? Are you remember, familiar with that at um, all? I, I don't, I can't say I've heard it before. Yeah. Okay. Do you, all right. This so do you remember first. the, do you remember the phrase telephone tough guy? Are you remember that one at all? So pe- basically, people who are, are are big and bad behind an item where they don't oh, have to gotcha, see somebody. Gotcha. So remember yeah. back back in the seventies or eighties or nineties, you'd call somebody up because you know on the telephone, like we actually used a phone for, and you know yes. you might you might posture yourself up as a as a tough guy behind the comforts of a microphone, right? Right. <laughs> kind of like I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yes. know, same thing. So nowadays it's turned into keyboard warriors. So nowadays anybody can basically spout off anything they want to on the internet. And a lot of times they feel as though, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Now we won't go get into all the COVID and the political things and all that stuff because Lord knows that's bad enough. Yes. But on a, a, a financial side, retirement side, so I was going to some different websites, some different financially based social media platforms, things of that nature, and just kind of looking at people's responses to different topics, different things uh, that were going on. So I've got some comments that I kind of highlighted that I thought were interesting. So uh, some sentiments that I found from different folks based on the recent article about how you know COVID's affected everything and so on and so forth. But I just wanted to kind of get your opinion on what you think of some of these, because these would be comments from average everyday folks, right? Mm, yes. Okay, so here we go. So just are they on Are they on track? Are they way off in their thinking? Just kind of give us your, your two cents. Obviously, there's no names or anything, so we're not in danger of hurting anybody's feelings. So comment number one was, I saw it, somebody say, you know, it's not that hard to figure this stuff out. I've been living on $1,000 a week for two years now, and that includes continuing to save, and I have a pretty good existence. Well, it's good enough for me anyway. So they were kind of basically coming at it at the standpoint of saying, you know, this planning your budget is not that complicated to them. They've been living off $1,000 a week for two years. So that's 4000 a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and the part that kind of caught my attention is that they're continuing to save. So they, they've got 
I don't know if that means they're, they've got the 4,000 or so per month. And out of that, there's continuing to save. They're not spending everything or if they've got a little bit more than that. And it's, and it's includes savings. So I would assume so. That's a good, that's a good assumption. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, number one, planning doesn't have, you know, planning for retirement, all that doesn't have to be so complicated that you don't know what's going on when you're doing it. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of planning is putting together concepts and action steps that you can actually perform right. and, and, and accomplish. And so if you figure out uh, right now that it takes $1,000 a week to be able to live on and you can continue to save to help increase your annual income each year to offset the increasing cost of living. And um, you know, you've done things like taking care of situation that might arise if you had a long-term health issue arise mm-hmm. where you needed care either in your home or in a facility or something like that. You know, just taking care of some of those basic things, got your estate plan in order. That's great. That, yeah. that, I mean, that's, that's great. And so, you know, the, the trick is figuring out what do I need to do now in line with what I can afford to be doing right now? What can I cut back on that really isn't as important as saving for that later point in life when I'm not going to have a paycheck coming in. Right. And quite frankly, if you think about it that way, that let's just pretend that I'm retiring next week and I'm not getting any more paychecks. That can scare the living daylights out of somebody to think I'm not getting any more paychecks. Oh, sure. So yeah. if you look at it that way, it might become a little more important to be doing some things that maybe are better for you in the long run as opposed to just blowing it and living high right now. So I, I'm excited about this guy uh, or whoever it was yeah, in this yeah, comment right. section with this uh, keyboard warrior uh, <laughs> living on a thousand dollars a week. And, and he's well, and I think the key that I, I like that in that statement, and maybe I didn't do a good, good enough job setting this up. So I'll hit this again, but I, I like the key phrase that he put. That's good enough for me. I, that's half the battle right there is figuring yeah. out what works well for you. And so right. again, I, I was looking through articles about, you know, about COVID and how it's affected people and retirees on how much money they need in retirement moving forward as though mm. is this COVID is here to stay right kind of thing. And obviously We've seen a cycle back around right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're taping this at the end of uh, end of June. This will come out for our July Fourth episodes. So by the way, happy Fourth uh, of July oh. to everybody! Yeah, nice. So we'll be dropping this uh, uh, this podcast out a few days before that. So the idea is, you know, people were kind of on there saying, "Hey, look, if you know if COVID is going to be around for a while and it's going to continue to cause." impacting problems on retirees and pre-retirees, this first particular person, I think they were in a pretty good spot overall. It yeah. sounds like they kind of had a little bit of this figured out. So their own comment of saying, hey, it's not that hard to figure out people. All right, for them, they've got it. Uh, mm. And that's great, but not everybody's that way. So for example, right. for example, here's another person, same article, same conversation. Their mm. comment was, I really don't understand how anyone can retire these days with bonds paying 0% and the stocks feel like they've fallen all the way down to 1929 levels, <laughs> which obviously this was not the case. It wasn't quite that far, but <laughs> right. um, you know, you're not going to get gains from your portfolio, says this person. Even if you had a million dollars, when you consider you could be retired for 30 years, I don't think that will cut it. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, very interesting. I mean, I hear what he's saying about bonds earning 0%. And um, I mean, quite frankly, if you had a million dollars and we were at 1929 levels, 
you might be a billionaire by the time you get 30 years out. Right. True. <laughs> Not really, but I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's really funny how biases affect our thinking and our yeah. actions. Oh yeah. And this, yeah, these are comments from the same article, right? So it's, I, I thought yeah. this would be interesting to get different viewpoints from different people all based on the same article. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he, he's or she, whichever it is, I'm not sure which, but um, it sounds something like something stupid, I might say. But uh, <laughs> so if, if he's, he's thinking in terms of, well, look what's just happened. We've had this mighty crash and everything, and, and, and that's going to continue on forever. So it's recency bias and thinking okay. that what's All happened right. in the recent past is going to be the way it is for the long haul. And quite frankly, that's just not the case. It's never been the case in history, not likely to be the case in the future. But of course, we always got to say, you know, past returns and no guarantee <laughs> right. future results. Yeah, past performance kind of does not indicate. Yep, that's right. Right. But, um, you know, when you just think about, and I think in my recent newsletter, I talked about this a little bit, that as long as there's people on the earth, there's going to be economic activity. And economic activity generates opportunities to invest in companies that do things that help us live the way we've gotten used to living, where we're not hunkered down in our own place, growing all our food, although I'm enjoying doing a little bit of that, and, uh, you know, killing uh, animals for skins to make clothes and, uh, and so forth. We depend on other people. Maybe it doesn't have to be globally depend, but we do use this thing called currency to trade in goods and services that we want that we can't produce. So, there's going to be economic activity and there's going to be uh, increases in the market from where we are. I mean, goodness gracious, we've already seen increases. We've had the greatest two month period ever in the history of the stock market in terms of increase from the bottom. And uh, so it looked a whole lot like a V yeah. uh, shaped. We talked about this a while back, a V shaped recovery to a certain extent. I mean, we still have a little ways to go. To yeah. They kind of moved it to the we W right. Saying that the little bit of a spike we saw. Maybe know, so. Could be maybe a, a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, maybe a shallow W, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you the future, but I can tell you what I've been seeing. And, and I, I just don't, think that this is very forward looking to think okay. in terms of yeah. we're at nineteen twenty nine levels, which we're not, but if we were that we're there for good. And um, bonds really aren't there to be um, used to generate return. Mm -hmm. um, bonds are to help you moderate the volatility in your portfolio so you can take as much market risk as you're comfortable with by offsetting some of the holdings in the stock market with bond holdings. Right. So you're not looking for returns there. You're looking for where you're going to beat inflation. You're not going to beat inflation with bonds. I mean, some people would say, well, wait a minute. Think about the late seventies, early eighties, when bonds were paying 12%, well, you know, or eight, excuse me, 15% or whatever. Um, you know, inflation was 12%. So it's, it's not going to be something where you're going to outstrip inflation. Uh, that's where you need to have some equities in your portfolio. So, right. yeah, um, I appreciate this fellow's concern, but he he's hurting himself by thinking that way and needs to look forward a little bit. Well, and, yeah, absolutely. And again, it's interesting and to go, th go through these uh, comments and kind of go through the wide range of feelings and, and thoughts that people have out there. So I thought this would be an interesting exercise here on the podcast yeah. this week for our listeners to kind of say, hey, look, if you find yourself in, in any of these kind of different, uh, you relate to one of these comments, then, you know, mm -hmm. don't feel bad. You're not out there alone. But at the same yeah. time, you know, 
maybe who has a better handle on some of this than others. And if so, then turn and get some help. And that's you know kind of where we go with that. So here's comment three. Um, and this one actually had a response comment that was kind of interesting. So comment three said, you know, during this whole thing, I've upped my contributions to my 401k throughout the pandemic, so much so that, you know, it's pretty tight getting by right now, but I'm trying to take advantage of the market while it's down hoping that it will pay off later on a rebound. Mm-hmm. And of course, a person's response was, good move. I think you'll come out well at the, at the end of this, but that certainly takes financial discipline. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, the guy is a model investor. You know, what do you, what do you want to do when the market's down? You want to be buying. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want to wait till it recovers and you got what you feel like is certainty in the market. Right. Uh, that, there's certainly, <laughs> certainly no certainty uh, <laughs> when certain, the market's no at, at a high. <laughs> and, and to be fair, you know, I don't have the, na- the names and ages for these folks. You yeah. know, this was, a, this was an article based on, you know, for retirees, but it doesn't necessarily mean the person commenting was a, you know, close to retirement age. So bear yeah. that in mind that they might be able to feel comfortable, you know, pumping up their contributions. They, they very well could. But, you know, the other side of that coin for some people is, man, it's already gone down like this. I need to move to the sideline and, and don't put any more money in until it's over. You know, that kind of thing. This, right. this person was really thinking wisely in, in taking advantage of. Sure. And, and you would assume that their time horizon is going to allow for that. My guess is say maybe this person is more like 50, you know, or 48 uh-huh. to 52, somewhere in that neighborhood who still feels, uh-huh. hey, I've got 10, 15 years to go. Let me try right. to take advantage if, you know, assuming that the market will recover because it typically does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the guy as whoever commented on it said, you know, good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very good move. Good discipline. Um, that's the key right there, isn't it? Discipline. Yeah, it really is. And then, you know, I, I heard him say, you know, it's a little tight, Mm -hmm. but you know, do we have to live in, in a linear fashion where everything stays the same all the time? Do we not have any flexibility in our lives? (laughs) Well, according to the current society, no, we have no flexibility, (laughs) but that's a great um, point. I know, I know a number of years ago, back in the, um, let's see. When the late nineties is when I started making the mistake and by the early two thousands, like 2003, I had fully blown myself up financially, uh, trying to help a company go public and, and it, it went south with the market crash in 2000. Right. And, uh, so I found myself in a ton of debt and, you know, I learned it, it, that to pay that off and, and not pay it off over the rest of my life, it was uh, six figures of debt. And, um, and not just a single six figures, it was a lot of debt. I learned how to go without a lot of stuff. And quite frankly, life was a lot easier and better then. Um, yeah, well. So, you know, flexibility is a, is a great uh, characteristic to uh, have in your repertoire. Very much so. You're facing things like yeah. this. Well, you know, in the interest of keeping this short, uh, our podcast, I'm going to just do one more. Okay. I thought this was interesting, and then we'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, another commenter said, this article is completely useless. To me, this is all just guesswork until you have an actual plan that you can follow. There you go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't know that it's useless for that person, whoever they were. I mean, because they they read it, so maybe right. they're thinking about getting an actual plan in place, or maybe they have, or one they have one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, I I, I agree that um, I don't know what all the article was about and what it was suggesting, but yeah, a lot of times you can read something that seems pretty interesting and and is uh, somewhat motivating, and you think, gee, I'd like to do some of this stuff to really get on top of my uh, game here, mm-hmm. my finances. 
and, and you don't really have a plan. So you might actually take some things that work against other things in the same article because right. you're not in the circumstance that would call for that being the best. Yeah, absolutely. Get a plan, uh, get with someone and uh, th- man, th- th- I love, I love helping people put this kind of stuff together. So yeah, get with somebody, you know, you trust and, and, uh, put together an action plan that makes sense that you can understand and that you can execute on and um, do some of the things here that we're talking about. Well, Um, and it's, it's a simple analogy of, you know, how are you going to know where you're going if you don't have a, you know, a roadmap to get you there. And that's what a plan is. It's not a, it's not this piece of concrete that binds your hands and feet to any specific thing, but it does give you a roadmap and a guideline and an outline on how you're going to get to and through retirement, basically. I mean, that's what we're talking about. So, uh, so I just thought that was an interesting exercise to kind of run along with, to, uh, to explore the idea, just to kind of see how the average person, Person responded to uh, again. Basically, it was an article in Forbes, and it was about you know how how COVID's affected retirees and pre-retirees. Gotcha. I think it was from about three weeks ago uh, at the time that we're taping this podcast. So obviously, data has changed so much every single day. But just yeah. in general, you know, you can get the idea that everybody has these stark thoughts and comments about whatever's going on in the world. And obviously our retirement's no different. So I did agree with the last person in a way by saying, you know, it's kind of moot point until you get a plan. You're not going to know how it's going to, things are going to affect you if you don't have a plan to see how it's going to go. So with that said, if you need some help, Mike is your financial coach here in the Carolinas. Reach out to him and let him know you want to talk at 336-668-4338. Or if you know somebody who needs to hear the message, let them know. 336-668-4338. And of course, you can always subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or Spotify. And you can find it on those particular websites by searching out Strategic Planning. That's the name of the show. Or just going to spcinvesting.com. That is spcinvesting.com. All right, Mike, my friend, I'm going to let you get out of here this week. You have yourself a wonderful day. Go on back and and do some more tilling. (laughs) Go plow. (laughs) That was fun. Thanks, Mark. Absolutely. Hope you cooled off a little bit. And we will see you next time here on Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.